This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right, my friends, what's up? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Welcome to another week of the Learn Jazz Standards podcast. I'm answering your jazz and music-related questions five days a week to help you become more creative, to help you have more fun learning jazz, and of course, to help you shorten the learning curve. All right, today we have a really great question from Jacqueline, one of our Inner Circle members. Let's give it a listen. Hey, Brent, this is Jacqueline. And I wanted to ask you about chromatic passing tones and particularly about accents on chromatic passing tones. I mean, as I'm working with Green Dolphin Street, I'm getting familiar with the exercise and the motifs um, with the chromatic passing tones that you created. And I wanted to specifically ask, like, in terms of an accent, which notes in that in that sort of passage of passing tones, would you would you tend to accent more than another by either, you know, by either having it be a longer note duration note or just you know popping it with a staccato or something like that. So that's all I wanted to ask. Um, I'm really glad you're doing this and um, hope to uh, hope to hear my question answered. Hey, great question, Jacqueline. So when we're talking about accents in jazz, there's a lot of different things that we actually have to be thinking about. Yes, um, what are the notes that we're actually playing? Are they diatonic? Are they chromatic? We also want to be thinking about, um, you know, just the role of of what these chromatic notes are actually playing in the line that we're working on. But we also just want to think about some of the basics of jazz, right? And it's particularly when we're talking about swing and swing feel, which we're actually going to talk a little bit more about in tomorrow's episode. So definitely stay tuned to that. But just kind of as a little bit of a sneak preview there, swing feel, right? It's based off of like the underlying triplet pattern, right? Triplet, 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 triplet. And so let's play some chromatic eighth notes here. Right? So those are eighth notes and I'm playing a swing feel. Now, when you hear that, the exaggerated version of swing... Almost sounds like you're accenting the off beats, right? Now, we'll talk about this more tomorrow. I'd argue that we don't really want to be doing that so much. We want to be thinking of a more even rounded bit there. But when we're talking about chromatic 
notes, right? Especially chromatic passing notes, which we'll dive into what those are a little bit in a second. There is certainly room for accenting of chromatic passing notes, which are oftentimes on the off beats and not on the down beats or the strong beats, right? Oftentimes in a jazz line, and not always, but oftentimes you're going to see the 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 chord tones and and notes that are are really grounded in the chord itself landing on the down beats, right? Now. What are some different kinds of chromatic notes that we can play in jazz? Well, first we have passing notes. So let's just say we have this note and we're trying to get to this note right here, right? So it's it's a note higher in pitch going to one lower in pitch. And so a chromatic passing tone would just be how to connect that using notes outside of the key. So, right? So in this case we had, since I'm actually not, sure what key I'm actually playing in right now. We're going to call those two middle notes chromatic passing notes, right? They're passing from something that's strong within the chord to the next. And so we might phrase that as accent on the one and then accent on the and of two, which is the note that we are arriving at. So you hear that? So, so really those chromatic passing notes weren't really accented. It was more the start and the end of the line itself, right? The other kind of chromatic note is what we call an approach note, right? And so chromatic approach notes, you know, you're often going to see them start at the beginning of the line. So for example, like the end of four going into one. So like one, two, three, four, and right? So one, two, three, four, and one. And let's say in this case, let's say the line is, let's say that's the line. So, and so in that case, we could choose to actually accent that chromatic approach tone note, right? That's going on the and of four. So like this, Right? And so we're actually accenting that chromatic note now. Right? Because we're emphasizing that resolution, that tension and resolution that's coming in. So now, going back to the heart of the question that was asked, right? There is really no one set guideline for whether you're going to accent a chromatic passing note or a chromatic approach note versus whether you are not going to. What I will say is if we want to boil it down a little bit further, more often than not, uh, an accent um, or an emphasis might be placed on a downbeat, right? On a strong beat that perhaps is emphasizing a particular chord tone, like the third or the seventh, that's really helping the chord pop out. Or sometimes, like I mentioned, in the case of chromatic approach tones, right, maybe you want to accent that. You want to accent that chromatic approach to really, you know, make you feel that offbeat resolving into a strong beat. So that's acceptable too. So while that might be a little bit unsatisfying to hear for someone who really wants a straight set rule, right, 
the best thing that you can actually do is simply, you know, using swing feel if we're playing a swing tune, right? Experiment with placing accents on different parts that feel good to you. Moreover than that, this is where the idea of learning lines by ear from records from musicians that you would love and admire is really, really helpful because essentially what you're doing is you're learning their phrasing, right? Because again, accenting certain notes is completely nuanced and oftentimes very specific or particular to how a certain musician would play, right? And what you're doing is you're simply learning that language, internalizing that language, and trying to figure out how you would express that yourself, right? And or how how this other musician would express that so that for yourself, you start hearing things naturally, you start accenting certain notes naturally in lines and phrases that you do, depending on whether it's eighth notes or triplets or a combination of both, or there's quarter notes in there. Or you're just feeling like, I want to emphasize this note. That's the musical intuition that you have, right? So these are all things to think about when talking about chromatic lines, uh, non-chromatic lines even, and thinking about accenting and phrasing. Again, we're going to kind of continue this conversation a little bit tomorrow about thinking about phrasing and jazz and swing feel. So stay tuned to that. But hopefully this gets you thinking and understanding. Yes, there perhaps are some commonalities with accenting chromatic notes or not. However, you can experiment with this yourself and you should be learning from other musicians so that you can kind of digest their way of phrasing chromatic notes and diatonic notes. All right, so that's all for today's episode. Remember that knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all. And remember that lots of practice time isn't near as good as just a little bit of really good practice time. All right, my friends, so make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to the podcast and happy practicing. We'll see you next time. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.